day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor and director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie, and a a very good November 4th to you here, Philip. How's everything going out in Los Angeles? Los Angeles is somehow surviving. I'm not sure how, uh, but uh, I want to say good morning to you and hello to Thank our you. listeners. Uh, you know, with uh, all that's uh, going on uh, at the moment, which we will certainly be talking about. I, yes. I, I saw something that uh, raised my raised my spirits the other day. Uh, you know, uh, I think our uh, listeners know I... Some weeks back, I, I, I was thrilled that I was able to free a monarch butterfly from a spider web. And, um, That's right, I and remember. It, and, and then a, a couple of days later, I saw one really near me, and I had to, in my own mind, say, that's the one who came to thank me. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. That, that was just me and my neediness for love. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I saw something the other day. You know, we've, I think I briefly mentioned this. Most of us know there's the butterflies that seem to be the most prevalent in most places are those little white ones that flutter around, you know? And uh, we have them here along with our monarchs and other ones. And um, I was out in front of my house the other day and I saw one except it was yellow. It was this light, lighter than gold, beautiful light yellow but it was the same kind of butterfly you know the size mm-hmm, and the way mm-hmm. it flittered about and i said that, i'd never seen one of those and i said this is gorgeous so i looked it up and i found out that first of all i never knew the name of the white butterflies but i looked them up and they are called cabbage as in the food cabbage whites and uh, uh uh, that's the most common, and they're in Europe. They have a different name in Europe, and they're in yeah, Europe yeah. here. They're, they're, they're ubiquitous. They're all over the place. And they also come, same ones, in yellow. And in all oh. my years, I've never seen one, so I had this, you know, oh. and, and in nature and, yeah. uh, you know, in, in just the, the beautiful world around us, I saw mm-hmm. a yellow cabbage white yellow <laughs> yellow white white yellow so uh, so that 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 uh, that, that uh, put me in a in in a good place delightful um, gifts along the road that's you, what they are you bet well you know uh, yeah. california this week our california this week is very is very uh, connected is, is totally connected to uh, to what we're going to talk about and we're obviously still talking about uh, the israeli uh, uh, situation october 7th. um yeah uh, you know oh, Oakland, which is a city that uh, you know, uh, that the, the, uh, we there was a, a strike of people, all of all ethnicities, shutting down their uh, stores uh, because the crime has gone through. The oh, roof. that's right. And yeah. the and the and the Alameda County District Attorney, this insane woman, um, basically saying, "Well, you know, we have to uh, we have to care for these, uh, you know, the, the criminals, so they can go there." You know what happened the other day? She got 
ripped off. Her car got hijacked. So, but she is still going along um, right, right, in, right. in that insanity. And on top of that, yep. the Oakland Education Association, this is a teacher's union, mm-hmm. put out a statement last week. We, yeah. the Oakland Education Association, mourn the traffic, tra- sorry, tragic loss of both Palestinian and Israeli lives these past weeks. Well, that's the lip service, but now they get down to what they really meant. Right. We unequivocally, we, I'm sorry, unequivocally condemn the 75-year-long illegal military occupation of Palestine. So that first sentence was a bunch of baloney Good anyway. Good grief. Yeah, the Israeli government created an apartheid state, and the Israeli government leaders have espoused genocidal rhetoric and Mm. policies against the people of Palestine as educators, my favorite word, um, of of a diverse community here in Oakland, including those with family, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and says, in the longer statement, the Oakland Teachers Union not only unequivocally condemns the 75-year occupation, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it also encourages teachers to bring this perspective into the classrooms, providing them with resources and support for their lies. That for their lies is what I added. Now, this is so... Can you imagine this? This is, this is a teacher's union, you know, uh, yeah, who, yeah. who and, and, and again, they're, they're leftist self-righteousness and, and hatred for Jews, basically, is what it is. But there was a little pushback this week uh, in that oh. area that I found. Yeah, um, I, I found this uh, parents and board members fight back against uh, public school teachers unions and university faculties. Uh, this is something else added in California, are facing a backlash from parents and board members after taking radical anti-Israeli and anti-Semitic positions that in some cases celebrated the Hamas terror attacks on Israel October 7th. Uh, Top leaders of the Oakland Teachers Union, which I was just referencing, were facing significant backlash and call for resignations this week after they posted that declaration. And uh, uh, they, they, they sort of, all of a sudden, it's been deleted from Instagram, as well, in oh. a, as, an am, as, well as an amended stage, uh, statement still available, you know, that, you know, to, you know, to mitigate it, but it didn't mitigate anything. But in addition to that, a bit of fight back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the university, this is great, the University of California Ethnic Studies faculty slammed the university for condemning Hamas terrorism, claiming that the term was insulting to Palestinians, that it made Palestinian students unsafe. Well, here's the pushback. A member of the UC Board of Regents, his name is Jay Sewers, S-U-R-E-S, mm-hmm. who also happens to be vice chair of one of the biggest talent agencies in, in the country, U- UTA, United Talent oh, Agency sure. in Hollywood. He, yeah. pushed, he pushed back. He called the ethnic studies faculty letter appalling and repugnant, saying it seeks to legitimize and defend the horrific savagery of the Hamas massacre. And he continued our statement. He said, you know, and it goes on and on and on. And, and, uh, you know, so there has been, at least in California, some pushback to this this, um, 
Oakland Education sleep. Association. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the ethnic studies, uh, <laughs> ethnic studies yeah. faculty of the University yeah. of yeah. California. Yeah. Now, before we move on from Calif- uh, from California, well, I, I want to respond thing. to it too oh, as well. But. Go ahead. I I, I no, have, no. I have a, I have a little PS, but go ahead. No. Tell well, me, no. Please. I mean, it it, it uh, thank you. It's just uh, inane beyond belief that you have. Uh, again, as you described it well, Philip, uh, this self-righteous uh, union, the Oakland Education Association. And so they're representing about 3,000 teachers. And do you think all 3,000 teachers are in l- a lockstep with what they're putting out there? And then the question becomes, what are they doing? Are they teaching the rudiments of education, or are they nothing more, nothing less than an indoctrination center? By the way, poorly framed, you sent me the article midweek, and it's it's illiterate in, in, in one way. We are committed to building a more racially and socially just school district and to putting power back into the hands of the people of Oakland by organizing to win the schools that our students deserve to win, what what are they winning, Philip? Is it is it kind of a basketball game between the? What's going on here? I mean, it's. Well, uh, <laughs> they're these. Are, don't forget, I read the word. These are educators, and they can't even put a goddamn sentence together. Well, <laughs> I mean, their grammar and everything is. Yeah, I, you yeah, know, it, yeah. it just shows where they're at. But you know, you talked about uh, you know. Uh, um, with their teaching, yeah. what they are Tell teaching. Tell me your PS, yeah, yeah. What they, no, what they are teaching is Jewish hatred. That's, yeah. that's what they want oh, to yeah. teach. Yeah. Then, yeah. They, they, don't want, they don't want to talk about, um, what's the word everybody's using, you know, equivalency, you know, uh, the, the Israelis, right. just, you know, but in that nonsense. But here's, here's my PS. Do you remember yeah. a, few, a few weeks ago we, have a, we had an appointed um, senator, if uh, uh, Alfonsi Butler, I believe her name is, or something. But I just saw this week our good friend, who you mentioned on the show last week, um, Adam Schiff. Guess where Adam Schiff lives? I don't. In Maryland. Maryland <laughs> is his official residence. Sure. He has a 3,000 square foot home somewhere in Maryland, pays his taxes there, and what he does, and now, but he is representing um, a district here in Southern California, which is based in, uh, which is essentially Burbank, and what he does here, he, he maintains a 600 square foot condo. Oh, little in, Peter Tear. Peter it's it's a hotel room, you know. I mean, it, it's not much bigger than a hotel room, and so here is just another, yeah, and, 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 and another another feather in Adam Schiff, uh, the, 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 the you know one of the top official liars in Congress, uh, uh, designated liars. So he doesn't even live in the district here, which um, yeah. which by the way goes back. If we want to go back a few years, um, a max. Maxine Waters, who represents uh, yes, South Los yes, Angeles, yes. the uh, the poverty area. She happens to live in, um, um, 
Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on this very fancy neighborhood, nowhere near where she were, where where she uh, she lives. So, uh, so right, uh, right. all, all uh, our senator and one of our uh, representatives are all live in Maryland. So California apparently doesn't count for anything. Yeah, no, no, no. There we go. So, well, our buddy I, Adam. Yeah, it's been uh, it has been a, a week, and everything as. You and I have discussed, Philip, pales in comparison to uh, October 7 and uh, post-October 7, all that has taken place. It, 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 it seems to me why Israel has to do what Israel is doing and why Israel has to say to now the Biden administration and the chanting uh, uh, students across the nation uh, is perfectly summed up by the Hamas official, Ghazi Hamad, who told the Lebanese media outlet, uh, I think it was just actually the other day, uh, yeah. that his group's actions, they were justified and that Israel should be removed from the region. I quote him, leading into our main topic, which again is Israel, oh Israel. Israel has no place, he said, in our land. We must eliminate this country because it constitutes a military security and political disaster for the Arab and Muslim nations. Therefore, it must be finished. We are not ashamed to say this. And historically, by the way, this gentleman who is a part of the government, not the military, has actually been looked upon as a moderate. Oh, yeah, yeah, moderate, yeah, yeah. moderate. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what, what, does that mean we kill the Jews slowly or as opposed to quickly? Or I mean, what does that mean? What well, is someone who, yeah. want, who wants to yeah. eliminate a, 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 a people? How is that moderate? Yeah. In any way, shape, or form, the cauldron of hatred has just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's coming out all over the place with the thousands of students across the country who are spewing this vile anti-Semitic rhetoric unapologetically. And uh, share with us some of the uh, well, there are no highlights, but lowlights of just of what's going on. Philip, as uh, well, you look uh, at the universities and so forth. Well, there, there, there is some pushback. There is some pushback. Um, in, 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 in many ways, it's in the donor class, the people who, uh, who uh, you know, there are people who are billionaires who donate millions and hundreds of millions of dollars to various universities. And, and, um, and, 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 and many of them uh, who uh, are very powerful people, have a ton of money and, and, and donate a lot of money, yeah. are saying to these universities, wait a second, wait a second, this, is, this, this will not stand, this is not uh, going to happen. As an example, um, uh, at Columbia uh, U University, there's a billionaire named, uh, he's just an example, there are others yeah, as well. Sure. B billionaire Leon Cooperman, who wears oh, yeah. his Polish Jewish heritage as a badge of pride and um, has made giving away his billions to make a world a better place, the, the world a better place, is angry. He's 80 years old 
and uh, estimate their estimates that uh, are that he has given over fifty million dollars over the years to New York's Columbia University, mm. where he got a master's degree. Uh, so he had a very you know strong connection to. Uh, to uh, Columbia. Well, this is a quote from him, which he talked to someone on Fox Business last week. He says, mm -hmm. last week, he says, these kids at the colleges have shit for brains. We have one reliable ally in the Middle East. That's Israel. I'm quoting him. We have only one democracy in the Middle East. That's one. That's Israel. And we have one economy tolerant of different people, gays, lesbians, etc. That's Israel. So they have no idea what these young kids are doing. Now, the real shame, I'm still quoting him, I've given to Columbia probably about $50 million over the years, and I am going to suspend my giving. I'll be giving to other organizations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is the, Mr. Mr. Cooperman is, yes. is, is 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 just an example of of this, um, and th th they're actually in addition to that this week. Where do I have that? The, the, uh, uh, the um, uh, a uh, uh, oh yes, um, there was a, a letter from uh, some of the na nation's top law firms. Um, it came out this week, and. Uh, uh, there was a letter signed by more than two dozen big-time law firms is warning universities to crack down on anti-Semitism on, on campus or the schools and their students will face consequences. Now we're talking about hiring. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, th th this was signed by, by many, many uh, uh, top law the list the list is extremely long so so um of of saying you know uh, by the way by the way it was at harvard where a bunch of people or a bunch of jew hating people surrounded a jewish kid on harvard campus I and harassed this. him and the head of this crowd was the was the president the current president of the Harvard Law, Law Review. Law Review, yeah. And yeah. let's hope that somebody uh, puts his name out there. I'm sure I'm sure that's out there. It's pretty easy to do nowadays with social media. But let's hope nobody hires him. Can you imagine someone something someone you know tongue in cheek although it's not really tongue-in-cheek. It could really well happen that he, he will be a big-time uh, uh, lawyer and uh, someday appear, uh, become a judge, you know, uh, yeah. a, a judicator. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, you know, th th this is, you know, I did, this thought just occurred to me, Deepal. Mm -hmm. We do have these people pushing back, whether it's donors and, and right. uh, law firms. Thanks, and, thanks be to God, yes. Yeah, and... and this is an uphill climb. What's been going on in the last? Oh my gosh, it's going close to it's a, close to a month. Where this is a month now, almost. Yes, yes. This is an uphill climb, um, because what, as we mentioned last week, what has been blown the cover that's been blown is how deep, deeply ingrained and widespread Jew hatred is in this country. Now, even this is something I, I, I caught a little um, a clip. 
this morning of uh, Bill Maher uh, from last night's show. And I'm not a fan of Bill Maher's. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, in many instances, he's very late to the party, although he is, is he, he's, becoming, uh, he's becoming a little more aware, but he still has his major blind sides. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Tr- like Trump and Russian collusion still exist and that Trump is, the, is evil incarnate. But, however, he did say something last night. He said... He, 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 he said, um, he said, when this happened, the extent, the widespread extent of this uh, uh, Jew hatred on campuses and in cities, he said, he said he was, he was quite taken by surprise. He had, it never occurred to him how deep and widespread it was. Mm-hmm. And he went on and he said, what's interesting is he said, these are the same people. These are the same people who, uh, one of the reasons that uh, uh, one of the main um, anti-Trump tropes during the last presidential election was that he said in Charlottesville, that that there were good people on both sides, which you know, and everybody said, "Well, he just loves Nazis." You know those people who were walking oh, yeah, around yeah, carrying yeah. tiki torches. Well, Mar last night says these same people who accused Trump of supporting those people carrying tiki torches. He said, "These people are the ones carrying the tiki torches now." Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good observation I, on his I part. Thought that, yeah. I thought that. I thought. I thought. I thought that was uh, that. That was uh, worth bringing yeah. up. But, but my point being, this this is an uphill battle in this. Oh yes. You know, it, it's what it's what Jews have faced for millennia, which they have yeah. faced for millennia. It never ends, yeah. and they have to fight like hell to to maintain their existence. And after World War II and the Holocaust. There is no way, no way I would ever criticize Israel's right to exist and, and, and provide a place, a safe place for, for, for Jews to come to visit and to live in. Well, and, and, and again, I mean, it's just becoming apparent why they're having to uh, uh, reject uh, what is now the uh, euphemism uh, for ceasefire. Oh, yes, a, u- a humanitarian pause uh, that uh, is uh, being already uh, pushed upon them by Biden in uh, just a matter of three, three and a half weeks you know our our uh, support has uh is diminishing already he is playing to uh the far left the radical left uh on 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 some level within his party there's no question about that i continue to find the comments made both on israel's southern border northern border uh ominous philip I'm now making reference to uh, Hezbollah Secretary General Hassan uh, Nasrallah, I think is how you pronounce his last name, Nasrallah, and his warning to the U.S. on his televised speech to the Lebanese people uh, just yesterday, in which he said, let me be clear, the United States is just as responsible. Americans have to pay. They have to pay. For Israel's slaughter, I'm going to continue quoting him and let you respond, Philip. To the Americans, I say to you, remember your defeats in Lebanon, Iraq, in Afghanistan, and remember how you humiliatingly withdrew from Afghanistan. 
Today, Americans, I say to you that those who defeated you in Lebanon, they're still alive, and together with them, their children and their grandchildren. And then he left this uh, little thing dangling in the air. For those who say that Hezbollah should start a war in the entire region, I say, wait, these are the beginnings more actions will be taken against Israel from several different fronts, and this issue will become more obvious in the next few days. And that from the leading, supposedly, uh, <laughs> of Hezbollah, the Secretary General. Do you know, uh, I was looking at, um, I've been... This this this, uh, this uh, recent history, this issue of Israel has 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 um, um, given me the opportunity to really study some of the uh, the real history of the Middle East. Sure. And of of um, of why not only why Jews are hated so much, but why um, Muslims are so filled with you know. There's, 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 some, there's something, is it every Muslim? Of course not. However, the ones who are dominant, you know, by the way, the people in Palestine, even though the ones who are in, in, in Gaza, I won't call it Palestine, in Gaza, who are not Hamas, they still support Hamas tremendously. So, I, you know, I'm not letting, letting them off the hook. And by the way, you know what I saw today? Real video, real video of Hamas killing their own people mowing them down on on what looks like a freeway or, or or a road because they're not because they wanted to escape and they're saying no you're not going to escape so this is this is the humanitarian pause that they want to talk about well there's there, there, there is these people these people yeah. value death they there, value death more than they value life yes and 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 you know i i am willing to use the phrase uh, uh, radical, uh, you know, Islamist, uh, etc. What I find so frustrating in all of this is there is something suicidal, uh, literally, that is part and parcel of the psyche of what's taken place here. Did Hamas actually think they were going to go and, and kill 1,000, 1,500 people and do the horror that they did, and it wasn't going to precipitate the death of literally thousands of their own people? Of course not. They did the equation beforehand. They, they, they knew exactly what was going on. And of course we don't condemn every Muslim. That is, that is not the issue. But I tend to agree with you, Philip, uh, you, 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 you look at Nazi Germany, and it's the reason I wrote The Complicit Church. You had people who, by virtue of their silence, were complicit. The church was complicit. And the, and, 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 and the Germans, in great measure, particularly the last year or two, they knew exactly the pogroms that were going on. And there are so many people, Gazans, yes, who are well aware of the full intentions of Hamas and agree with them. So I, I do not find myself 
in some kind of an empathic uh, uh, an empathic response to this. Uh, and and anyway, I think I interrupted you. So please, well, no, no, me, no. I'm yeah, glad. Yeah. I'm glad you said what you said because it it brings up another point. It brings up a point of like you said, why, why, why that? How how could they have not known that by going in and and creating this slaughter? Of, of of 200 to 200 young folk at a at a thing and throwing babies alive into an oven this is true it might not sound nice to hear but this is true they as you said they, they must have calculated this and you know what i think they calculated aside from their preference for death over life is that they calculated that they would get the world. look at the un the un is on their side you know that the the, the, U, the UN would, oh, yeah. wouldn't and couldn't pass a resolution condemning condemning uh, Hamas and the Palestinians. They, the UN could not bring itself to do that. So this this there's there's a calculation here that yeah you know they'll come after us, but we will get the world on our side. And in fact, I'm glad you brought that up. This week I started reading uh, articles about the PR narrative this the Tashisha whatever that congresswoman's uh, uh, from from uh, from uh, uh, Michigan uh, Talib um, she was even talking about well the PR the PR narrative is 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 shifting away from the Jews so the, oh so oh so so life and death and killing and destruction and anti-semitism it's about a PR narrative who who do you get on your side? And I think, picking up on your point again, that was part of the calculation mm -hmm. of Hamas. And Hamas doesn't care. If, if, you, if, if our listeners remember, last week I said, what, I saw it. I saw a, 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 uh, um, an Arab Hamas either leader or sympathizer talking about, yeah, we need our women and children to die to increase the morale of our that. people. I saw Are that. you kidding me? Yeah. Let's throw our own people. Yeah. So, you, which is why they have headquarters yeah. under a hospital. You it's, know? It's, and it's, then, yeah. yep. it, it, the, the, the cynicism and who, who lives a life? Yeah. It's a, it's a general question. Who lives a life to enjoy and thrive on hatred. Well, and that's that's the key word here. And um, uh, coming up, uh, I believe soon, we're going to have our friend, editor uh, at large, uh, tablet uh, magazine, tablet.com, the, uh, the 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 really vibrantly uh, smart and uh, observant uh, Leo Leibovitz uh, to discuss this more. But uh, hatred. Hatred eventually, it, it, its very nature is insatiable. And ultimately, the only thing that satiates it is itself. It literally consumes itself by virtue of its very, very nature. Yeah. And, and, and ergo, you've got, as you say, whether it's children, whether it's their wives, whether, hey, you know, strap the dynamite sticks around, 
let him, that little 12-year-old, go into a pizza parlor and uh, let him blow himself up And uh, as long as he's taking juice with him. Hey, I, I, want, I do want to bring in, I'm just going to have to real quickly, because you sent this to me, and uh, you, you know it's my, uh, it's, it's my weakness. But finally here, uh, on October the 16th, Ibram X. Kindy had to express his view uh, on, on, on X, I think it was. And uh, I'm just going to read it real quickly because, again, it's so uh, it, it, connivingly deceptive. Quote, according to the Gaza-based Ministry of Health, which the UN considers credible, Israeli airstrikes have killed... <laughs> Can, can, can you imagine? I, 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 yeah. that's, that's, I'm sorry. That's, I, I had to laugh at that. Well, yes. it's a second line. I mean, you know, right away you're just saying to yourself, please, would you give me a break? Israeli yes. air, airstrikes have killed at least 7,028 Palestinians in Gaza, including 2,913 children since October 7th. This is not self-defense. Building a border wall around Gaza and confining more than 2 million Palestinians in this open-air prison is not self-defense. Laying siege to Gaza is not self-defense. Violently seizing Palestinian lands right now in the West Bank is not self-defense. These are crimes. Crimes against humanity, just as Hamas killing more than 1,400 people in Israel and abducting 200 others on October 7th was a crime against humanity. Now here again is his little nice, nice uh, interconnectivity syllogism. To be anti-racist is to care about humanity. To care about humanity is to care about the lives of Palestinians as well as Israelis. To care about the lives of Palestinians is to demand the end of these crimes against humanity. And then comes hashtag ceasefire now. What really should have come at the end of that, because by implication, this is what he's saying. To care about the lives of Palestinians is to, ma is to demand the end of these crimes against humanity and it is to demand the end of Israel. That is the ultimate move in the chessboard game, believe me, of Ibram X. Kendi. I believe it. Well, this is just this is just another another bit of evidence. Uh, uh, as we've talked about in the last couple of weeks, how the uh, the blooms off the rose that everything the left stands for. Is is a fraud? Oh yeah. Uh, going back to you know what what Bill Maher said, uh, you know two you know three years ago, um, you know uh, Trump was Hitler because of tiki torches, and now they're the ones carrying the tiki torches, and yes. now you get someone like Ibram e X. Kendi, the 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 self righteous anti racist. Well, no, so so anti racism is also anti semitism. It is. That's the it logic, is. isn't it? It is, my that, friend. Anti-racism is anti-Semitism, and, and that's all it is. It's he's a, he's a, he's he hates Jews, and he's an anti-Semite. So the hell with his the hell with his anti-racism. Uh, that this uh, you know pseudo intellectual uh, bit of claptrap that comes out of his head. Well, and dear friends, this has been apparent for some time. It's the reason none of this 
should come as an absolutely shocking surprise. We didn't know we had students in academia like we have known it for decades. We have known that the church has put its blessing upon it. We have, in 2016, BLM released an official platform, and they made reference to Israel being an apartheid state. They declared that America is complicit in the genocide taking place against the Palestinian people. This has been present. Now, the mask have been taken off, and we're seeing the the blatant ugliness of this hatred that is going again against, yes, the people of Israel. And uh, it's just... That, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's such easy targets, too. It's, it, it's so cheap. If... if for the last, you know, couple of at least couple of millennia, who you, you got to blame somebody, right? You know, I, one, I, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the air or just in private with you. One, 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 one thing that what fries me are people who blame others for their situation. You know, it's always got to be, if it wasn't for you, or if it wasn't for them, and in this instance, the Jews, I'd have a better life. If it wasn't for, you know, blaming, yep. blaming. So Jews are just an easy mark. And, They're and, an and, easy mark because yeah. they come from a culture that is, that is educated, that cares about family, that believes in doing good works, that... that you know that 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 believes in 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 God and just believes has 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 a, a culture that that is cohesive and boy in this day and age when you gotta have an oppressor, you know it used to be some other reason you know the, oh that's right the Jews used to own the banks so that's another reason because if a, if some Jew didn't own a bank I'd be able to get a loan you know they own of, all the studios they, they own, own this they yeah, own they, they yeah. own it and now they just happen to be white and Colon another <laughs> oppressor and, <laughs> and colonialist exactly. so they are just by the very nature of being white and and a colonialist they are now an oppressor so it's just another reason to hate the Jews and want them gone. It's always something. You know, yeah, it's a, yeah. what was it? Some comedic thing. Someone said, oh, it's always something. You know, In this instance, it's true. It's well, always just another cheesy reason to, to, to hate the Jews and, 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 and take one's own shortcomings and, and, and throw it out at someone else to, to take the burden off your, your own self-awareness. And, 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 you know, uh, you're, 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 you're aware of the fact that uh, several years back I uh, co-authored a book called The Odyssey of King David, and I'm reminded... Uh, a wonderful book, yes, I remember. And, and I'm reminded in that book how... Uh, Jerusalem was nothing more than literally uh, a military outpost when King David uh, first uh, set eyes on it. And what he began to do, and then subsequently, of course, was uh, followed up. Uh, Solomon, etc., uh, turned Jerusalem into a, a vibrant, vibrant community and, 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 and world, world power. And, of course, what you realize 
is envy is a cardinal sin for a reason. Here we have in 1948 a small nascent group of people who gather together after the absolute unprecedented massacre of really half their populace. Uh, if, 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 well, certainly more in Europe by far, yes. Right. I, I, don't, I, I don't even know what that statistic is. But they come in and they make the city and the region flourish, flourish in every way imaginable. They're able to establish a democracy. They're able to establish a, a stunning uh, arts community. They're able to uh, exceed in technology. And envy, brother, is a strong thing. People look and they go, oh, oh, I don't have it. Why do they have it? Well, I don't know why, but I want it. They don't have a right to exist. I and, mean, and, and, inst and instead of saying, look at that, I've got to do something about my situation. I've got to work harder. I've got to educate my kids. I've got to have my, uh, my, my younger generation do better than I did. That's, that's what one, anyone with a brain would do. But no, no, you've got to take them down. Yes. Yes. And if, well, when you take them down, as you said, with envy, or when I said with, 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 with in the blame game, if you take them down, you'll feel better. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Really. Is, that, is, that, is that what life's about? I'm going to. I'm going to. No, no. And, uh, and yet, uh, you know, it is, there is a reason that envy is one of the deadly sins. I'm going to just, before you mention your hero, say, and this will uh, provoke Joe Klein and many people. But uh, hats off, bravo to Bibi Netanyahu, who came out and just said it. Quote, the Bible says there's a time for peace, a time for war. Today we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. I almost feel like he's in a Churchillian moment here. I'm so grateful that he's in the position he is in right now. There's a strength, there's a commitment, there's a moral clarity, and um, I think, uh, and you know my worldview, God has put him there for this moment. Well, prayers are with him for to, to uh, continue to give him uh, courage to do the right thing, and as we all know, doing the right thing is... Uh, is uh, not easy. It's uh, right. it's you you get challenged from all sides and you get threatened, and uh, which is yep. why you you use the word Churchillian. Uh, Churchill Churchill um, Churchill is the is one of the in 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 our history is one of the epitomes of someone who just stood there and did the right thing when he was disdained through most of the thirties. Exactly for, for his exposing what he knew was coming via Hitler, etc. And yep. now we're seeing it again. And never again is not just a cliche. Never again is exactly what we need to hold to dearly, both here in the States for our Jewish friends and across the world and in Israel. Yep. 
Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a quick, uh, I have a, a, a hero this week, and I hope he represents others as well. Yes, yes. You know, uh, especially the Ivy League, the, uh, the presidents of these universities have been, have been at best mealy-mouthed in their, in their condemnation of the uh, anti, anti-Jewish uh, uh, sentiment among their uh, student body. Well, you know, we all have you know, this, this, kind of, this kind of thing that some graduate student writes, you know, that you say all the right words, that kind of stuff. Well, the, there, there, there is one, um, and I hope, in, in, in fact, there are more. Um, there's the, the, the president of uh, Tulane University, Michael Fitz, uh, there was a terrible, um, uh, last Thursday, uh, Tulane students for Palestine staged a rally on a public, uh, on a city street, and uh, one of the uh, protesters took a lighter to an Israeli flag, and when pro-Israel students grabbed mm. at it, grabbed at it the, the assailant hit the student in the head with the Palestinian flag, mm. and the ensuing mm. melee injured three students, and instead of having some, some wishy-washy statement, uh, Mr. Fitz, uh, Michael Fitz, um, didn't respond with a top-line call for calm dialogue and a plea for each side to understand each other's pain. That's what I'm talking about. Instead, instead, he took a sharp law and order approach. He says, we condemn our, condemn our outrage by today's violence. Everyone who committed an illegal act on this day will be held accountable for their actions. In addition, all students are accountable to the code of student conduct with violators to face disciplinary action. And Fitz praised the police, New Orleans police, uh, making several arrests on scene as well as later an arrest for anti-Semitic uh, vandalism and on and on and on. And finally, he warned students to avoid participating in any further demonstrations off campus or they will get caught up in, um, in, in, in they, they will pay for it, in other words. So uh, I, I, I won't uh, contrast his response to the uh, Cooper Union uh, college officials, but uh, there is, uh, so Mr. Fitz, uh, Michael Fitz, president of uh, Tulane, uh, mm. Uh, he is he is he is uh, at least the the most vocal or and, and and out front about it and i did see a list the other day of colleges including the college i went to suny courtland of of uh, pre presidents and mm -hmm. colleges taking stance stances uh, uh, against against the uh, radical palestinians so so there's a little hope but this this is not done. This is not over, I'm afraid. Oh, oh, my goodness. It's. Uh, In fact, I think it's turning into uh, yeah. uh, how one, one, one event can. This is going to be the issue for our time for a while because, because of how it has stripped bare all the pretenses of uh, the left and the media and, and, uh, and uh, universities. It's, uh, it's, it's really stripped it bare, and, and, and uh, there's a reckoning coming, I believe. Don't know how long it's going to take or what it's going to be, but there's going to be a reckoning. Yes, yes. Um, we've never seen anything quite like it, and nope. um, and uh, I I, I uh, concur with with those words. I just want to mention right before we uh, 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 say goodbye to our listeners, Philip, that. Um, uh, the wonderful um, play, uh, Alan Barton's play, Outrage. Uh, which takes on, you know, conformity and cancel culture and the 
fragility of friendships these days, uh, like no other play that's running right now. It's it's actually been extended a week, so it's now going to be playing through Sunday, November the 19th. I believe you're going to see it tomorrow night. Is that true? That is true. Wonderful. So I want to encourage again uh, any of our listeners out in the greater LA area, go to the Beverly Hills Playhouse.com. That's actually B H playhouse.com and it'll lead you to where you can get tickets to a courageous cogent provocative and really wonderful evening in the theater uh directed and written by a friend here on entering stage right alan barton so uh please folks enjoy it there it is philip it's the old school bell saying it's time to say goodbye to all of our listeners but in way of reminder friends regardless of what is going on and these are crazy crazy topsy-turvy days we live in a great country it's a free country philip and i are glad that you join us on entering stage right where we speak and feel free to do so I'm grateful for you, Philip. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right.